Naughty 40. My first gay erotic novel is out now. Tom isn't ready to turn 40, with the middle-aged spread starting to take hold and his family upping the pressure for him to settle down. Tom is torn about whether life as a single stud is still worth pursuing. A planned day of minor celebration quickly steps up as his friends join him throughout the day. As they reminisce, Tom is reminded of some of his hottest sexual conquests, from the night he lost his virginity in the back room of a club to the moment one of his workmates crossed the line after a few beers. With the help of a night with his closest friends, who get unexpectedly closer, Tom realises that while life might not begin at 40 for a 21st century gay man, it isn't the end of the world. Naughty 40, my first gay erotic novel by Liam Williams, available on my website liamwilliams.com.au forward slash store If you want to get the most out of your bait and be proud about it you've come to the right podcast It's time for the latest tips, tricks and news to make you a better baiter I'm Liam Williams and I'm bait mate Sean It's time for the Proud Baiters Podcast Edging is a pretty common term in the beta community. Actually, there are plenty of people outside the beta community who have heard the term or might even use it. We've talked about it on plenty of episodes of the podcast, but in this episode, I'll take a bit of a deeper dive into it. What it is, the reasons people do it, and the benefits of it. I'll also throw in a couple of tips towards the end on this episode of the Proud Beta Podcast. Get ready to unzip for three full days of self-discovery, pleasure and connection at the Master Beta Convention 2023. From August 11 to 14, Pittsburgh transforms into a world where pleasure knows no bounds. It's the only conference where you can chat with local bait clubs, try the best lubes and toys and bond with fellow baiters inside and out with fantasy bait spaces to indulge the senses. The Master Beta Convention is on in Pittsburgh, August 11th to 14th. Single day and three day tickets on sale now at masterbetaconvention.com. First up is the question, what is edging? For those that don't know, in this context, edging means going to the brink of orgasm and then pulling back. Taking yourself to the edge of climax but stopping short. The delay in orgasm allows you both to extend the session of pleasure, but in many cases also builds up the orgasm with each repetition. On Urban Dictionary, many people's first stop for most slang sexual terms. Edging also refers to a couple of other things. It's defined as taking your online shopping order almost to completion, a technique people use to gain shipping information or in the hopes an online store will give them a discount for an unpurchased shopping cart. It's also said it can be used to mean teasing a person almost to the brink of blowing up before backing off. I think uh, this one's probably pretty close to the sexual meaning as well. It's something that's often done in partnered sexual encounters as well as solo ones, but the term is much more commonly used when referring to the beta technique than the partnered. And I'm sure most of you listening to the podcast will have experienced it in one way or another. Some guys do it intentionally and regularly as part of their baiting technique. Some do it more accidentally, or they do it without realizing it's a thing. Now, how I started edging was pretty much by accident. As I've mentioned in a previous episode or two, I discovered online chat rooms in my early teens. I was a regular wanker all through my teens, but those chat rooms changed things. With more and more inspiration at my fingertips, my sessions got longer 
and longer. What made those sessions into what I now know as edging sessions were the pauses I would take to type the replies to the messages. I was never a one-handed typist in those situations. I'd stroke, then type, then stroke, then type. I'd get closer to orgasm step by step until those strokes between typing would have to get more and more tentative as I approached orgasm. It's still pretty much my technique now, but it took a couple of years for me to discover that that was edging. And from there, things clicked into place. Now, the important thing that I want to talk about in this episode, one of them, is why do people edge? There are a few reasons why people edge. The most common is for increased orgasm intensity. According to sex and relationships coach Keely Rankin, when you take your time and build up to that orgasm, it shows up stronger and lasts longer in the body, end quote. If you ask any beta, then they'll tell you that this is 100% true. By delaying the release and teasing yourself getting closer to orgasm, the final release is far more satisfying. There are a number of techniques to delay that orgasm, which I'll go into shortly. Another reason is for an increased connection. Prolonging your solo session gives you the opportunity for more time with your body. Many edges use body parts other than their penises during a long edging session. Without getting too much into the gooning territory, which is a separate topic for a future episode, the art of engaging more of your body in a session has significant benefits to improving your enjoyment. People also use edging and similar techniques to help them build up their stamina. Edging is a great technique for building up your stamina for partnered sex too. Many sex therapists recommend it as a way to assist in reducing the risk of premature ejaculation. The ability to be aware of how close you are to orgasm and to take steps to prevent that climax are key parts of increasing your ability to go longer, both for yourself and by yourself, and with and for your partner. Now, the important ones for people who want to get into edging are some techniques. The most common is the start-stop technique. It is just as simple as it sounds. When you feel the edge approaching, you simply stop the stimulation. Remove your hand from your dick and let the intensity drop. The more you practice this technique, the closer you'll be able to take it. It's a great one to increase awareness of your point of no return, but be prepared for a few misfires if that's what your aim is. Another one recommended to try is the squeeze method bit of an extension of the start-stop technique. This practice involves picking the point close to orgasm, stopping the stimulation, and then squeezing your head of your penis. Hold that for a few seconds, and that time you can increase with more practice, uh, and hold it until you feel the feelings subside. Then resume your stroking. Repeat until you either run out of time or don't want to hold back any longer. Diversion is also another technique that people use. Uh, you get to the edge and then move your hand somewhere else. Stop the direct contact with your penis and find another place on your body for a gentler touch. This is a great time to enjoy some other sensations. And you might also learn a bit about what kind of touch you might like from a partner or some other areas that you might enjoy and want to incorporate more into your solo sessions. The go slow method. This one's all about taking your time and slowing your stroke rate down. The challenge is to keep stroking, but slowing your pace down delays your orgasm. This is the one I've found that has helped me the most in partnered sex. It allows me to keep going without stopping, but without releasing. 
I think this one's a bit more of a advanced technique as you need a pretty good knowledge of your own turning point to avoid busting earlier than you want to. Now for the warning part. Is edging bad for you? No. But there are a couple of things to keep in mind when engaging in extended masturbatory activities. We don't want any wanking injuries, which I've got an episode on. The first is chafing. A long time with a dry dick in hand can cause chafing. Admittedly, the time before chafing is longer for our intact brethren, but we all need to keep it in mind. Keep some lube handy if you feel like you need it. The second and probably bigger one is something called death grip. It's a fairly extreme example, but it can be caused by a too tight, too rigid, or too extended grip on the penis during masturbation. This, in its extreme circumstances, can cause erectile issues and even issues in achieving orgasm. It's not hugely likely, but if you're not being smart about your sessions, it's something to keep in mind and keep an eye out. But edging itself is not a bad thing. In general, it's a great addition to the repertoire that allows you to have more intense orgasms and more pleasurable wanking sessions. Now, before we wrap up, I've got one more personal edging tip. For those trying to become an expert edger, it's very important to listen to your body. Recently, I've spent too many sessions watching the clock and timing my orgasm accordingly. While we all want to get the most out of the time we have, those of us who don't live alone especially, it's important not to make duration the major factor. There have been a number of instances where I've edged for a good amount of time, and I've felt those whole body tingles that, let's be honest, are a big part of why we edge. But knowing that I had more time up my sleeve, I've slowed down and tried to build up to that point again. On many occasions, that sensation just hasn't returned, and I've instead released a good orgasm near the end of my time limit rather than an excellent orgasm with some time to spare. So that's a personal tip from my experience to keep in mind. And to wrap it up, if you haven't already, should you try edging? In short, yes. In slightly longer, absolutely yes. Thanks for listening to the Proud Betas podcast. I'm Liam Williams. And I'm Batemate Sean. Keep up to date with the chat on the Proud Betas Discord. And if you want early access to every episode and a whole heap of extras, sign up to the Liam Williams Patreon. Until next time, happy happy baiting. baiting. Hey Baiters, just a quick note to let you know I have a new membership set up for the Proud Baiters podcast. If you'd like early access to these episodes, then you can sign up as a member with the link in the episode description. Your support goes a long way to helping Sean and I keep the podcast running and making sure we are doing the work with the Baiter community to get the word out there. Thanks again for listening and happy baiting.